When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi everyone and welcome to this week's Ask Alice. Now the question that I picked today I felt was so relevant to where we find ourselves in January. It read, Alice, I have January gym fear. This person said they feel overwhelmed, intimidated and unsure what to do in the gym, especially when it's really busy in January. Now I thought it was great to cover because even myself, and I put this on my Instagram stories this weekend just gone, even I felt a little bit of intimidation, which I'm going to call it, when I went to the gym uh, this week because it was super busy. And even for someone like myself who's trained for 10 years, feels super confident in the gym, it is a little bit harder when the gym feels that bit more cramped, when pieces of kit are being used and you maybe have to adapt your session. And also just when there's lots of people in one space and maybe you feel as though there are maybe more eyes on you. So brilliant question and something that I am now going to dig into. So first of all, and I think I say this with lots of questions that come in, you are so not alone. Like I said, even I, someone who's trained very regularly, goes to the gym all the time, feel this sometimes, especially in January. So please don't think that you're the only person experiencing it. I do think, and actually someone sent me a message about this, and I think it was a really important point to make, is that, you know, especially when I talk about the gym being more busy in January, I do think it's important to say that I'm not saying that in a negative way, that there's no negative intent with that statement. And by that, I mean, I do think that even if someone goes to the gym for one week in January and then doesn't, there's nothing wrong with that. We should applaud anyone who is getting themselves moving and going to the gym in January. And so I only preface that statement by saying I mean it from a wholly positive place. I think it's great. And it's just about all of us, each one of us who goes to the gym in January, finding our own way of coping with it being a bit busier. So my top tips. The first thing is it's really important to have a plan. And this kind of goes for whether you're going to the gym in January or just ever. Having a plan when you go to the gym is a surefire way to have an effective and efficient session. If you walk into the gym and you're like, oh, I want to do a lower body session, but I'm not quite sure what I'm going to do. And by the time you've maybe done a bit of a warm up, you're sort of looking around and you're I use the word faffing because I love that word, but you're faffing around. You can have wasted 10, 20 minutes and, and actually, you know, using the word efficient and effective, you're not necessarily achieving either of those things. So before you even head to the gym, even if it's in the notes section in your app, just writing down a couple of exercises that you're going to do, already you have a plan in place of everything that you're going to be doing once you get into that gym. So you don't have that moment where you freeze and you're like, oh no, that's being used and that's being used. Oh, actually, I'm just going to end up on the treadmill for 20 minutes and then I'm going to leave. Having a plan really does help. It establishes a framework so that once you get into the gym, you know exactly what kit you need, you know what equipment you're going to be using, and you know exactly what your session is going to entail. It just gives you that clarity so that you don't feel like you're that person who's kind of stood in the middle of the gym floor and suddenly gets that, as you said in your question, that kind of feeling of overwhelm and going, oh my God, I don't know what to do. So 
it doesn't have to be anything super complicated. And I think often people can really overcomplicate programming. Like I said, if it's lower body that you want to work, maybe coming up with four or five exercises that you're going to work through, whether that be in a circuit, maybe writing out some supersets if you're a little bit more kind of experience with your training, but whatever it is, just having a plan in place really does help. Now, kind of attached to that point is understanding that you can also, and more importantly, especially in January, be flexible with that plan. So as much as I think it's brilliant having a plan, especially in January, when the gym is busy and the chances of pieces of kit or equipment being busy, being more likely, being flexible with your plan is really crucial and will help you to, again, have an efficient and effective session. So for example, you were supposed to use the leg press, but there's someone on it and there's a queue of two people waiting. And you're like, you know what? It's going to be about 20 minutes until that's free. Knowing that there are alternative exercises that maybe aren't exactly the same, but mimic the same movement pattern as a leg press. So if we think about a leg press being a knee dominant exercise, we could do something instead like a goblet squat or you know, a barbell back squat, whatever it might be having those kind of alternatives and being flexible in your approach. It might be that you have a certain run of supersets that you're working through. So say let's you have three supersets in your session. Supersets simply meaning you have two exercises together. It might be that, you know, in your first superset, that piece of kit is being used. But, you know, in the second superset, both of those pieces of kit are free. So you do your second superset first and then your first superset second. Just being able to be flexible can be really helpful, especially in January. So if you're struggling with alternatives, and I said this on my on my Instagram just the other day, feel free to DM me if you're like, Alice, this piece of kit is being used. What can I do instead? I will try my best to answer all of those. But just having a few alternatives up your sleeve can be really helpful in making sure that, again, you have that session where you go in, you go through with all of the exercises, and you come out feeling as though you've had an effective session. Next off, I got the impression, of, and I didn't fully flesh out your question, but I got the impression that you feel a little bit kind of intimidated by pieces of machinery and the the kind of more equipment-based exercises at the gym. And so I think it's really important to say that especially, you know, newbies or people who are just starting to go to the gym and just building their confidence in that space, starting off with dumbbell-only workouts can be really helpful. Now, the reason for this is that, first of all, dumbbells tend to be a bit more accessible in terms of There's generally more of them uh, and they're generally less likely to be all being used compared to one piece of kit. So in terms of like developing that confidence and starting to feel as though you kind of know what you're doing with certain movements and knowing what you're doing in the gym, using dumbbells can be a great place to start. And then you can slowly build up to using machines and using more advanced pieces of equipment. So again, like going back to that, having a plan, maybe it's that you're going to make a a dumbbell only lower body circuit. And all you're going to need for that is one set of dumbbells. And you can kind of find your spot on the gym floor where you can just pop your headphones on, block out everyone else and just move through those exercises in a really efficient way. So I, I really like encouraging people to often start off by just using dumbbells And then slowly, once they've built confidence with that, building up to using machines. That's not to say that machines are often more advanced. Sometimes they're not. Sometimes actually using dumbbells is the more advanced option. But I think that if you're not with a trainer or you're not with someone who's, you know, able to kind of show you how to use pieces of kit or give you specific coaching cues, dumbbells can mean that you can just have a little bit more of a an efficient way to move through a session if you are a gym newbie. And again, like I said, they're more likely to be available and less likely to be to be used or all being used, especially in January. 
Moving on from that, and I think it's something that I use a lot with my Facebook group, and that is using YouTube as a free resource. Now, look, I I coach workouts all the time on my app and I have filmed a lot of how-to videos recently. So I hope that at some point I'll get to a place where I can, you know, whatever question you have, whatever exercise you're stuck with, I'll have my own how-to videos to send to you so that you know exactly what you're supposed to be doing. But yeah, if you're feeling overwhelmed, intimidated and unsure of what to do in the gym, you've got that plan in place suddenly where you have a couple of exercises, but there's one that you're like, oh, I'm just not sure if I'm doing it right. There are so many great free videos on YouTube that show how to complete an exercise or how to do it with with good quality form. And I think that particularly if you're someone who's not got a trainer and you're not super well versed in, you know, training, you're maybe at the beginning of your training journey, those can be so helpful just to make sure that you know that you're doing an exercise right and that it's, you know, you're feeling it in the right place and that you're moving, um, you know, with the right kind of quality of movement. So I think using things like YouTube, Instagram, TikTok, whatever it may be, finding those creators that provide that educational content where you can see how an exercise is supposed to be done um, and maybe keeping those in a little saved folder uh, or just making sure that you maybe um, take a screen short or take some notes from each video so that again you're just bolstering your confidence with you know being in the gym doing exercises and feeling confident with those so absolutely use as many free resources as you can find your favorites and really start to build confidence in those movements the next one is you know and i i think this is really important as an xpt to to say this i don't speak for every single trainer on this there are going to be some who <laughs> maybe are less friendly than others but on the whole i would definitely say that it's really important that you feel confident enough to be able to speak to a trainer on the gym floor now look if they're in the middle of a session with a client probably not the best time to grab them but if there's a trainer who's kind of maybe tidying up on the gym floor or you know stood by the pt desk or whatever i don't know how your gym's set up but whatever they're doing they're not busy use them as a as an as a resource you know maybe it's that you just ask a quick question you're not asking for a whole session with them but i know in my experience i always found it really lovely when someone felt confident enough to say oh could you just look at my form of this exercise or do you mind if i just ask you a question about this piece of equipment because that is what they're there for and nine times out of ten you'll find loads of pts are super friendly really keen to help and really knowledgeable and I think that often we feel this fear that unless we're paying them for a whole session we cannot ask them a single question and I think that you know like I said I may not speak for everyone on this but I certainly felt that it was a real a really lovely thing when someone used to ask me for advice on the gym floor and I was always super willing to give it because I think that's how we make the gym an inviting and a warming space for people and also how we help people to learn I think it's so important to know that everyone is a beginner at some point. Everyone. So every person that you see in the gym, on the gym floor was a beginner once and probably had exactly the same feelings that you're going through. So it's so normal for you to feel how you're feeling. And I was there, you know, albeit 10 years ago, but when I first started on my training journey, I made so many mistakes and I was so nervous at some points. And I felt so much of that gym intimidation and that feeling of kind of, um, you know, being a little bit uncomfortable in the, in the gym space. And particularly, you know, back in, in those days, like when it was really a bit more taboo to be a woman taking up space on the in, in the weight section and on the gym floor. So really understanding that everyone's been there. And so, you know, it's not anything crazy to feel these feelings. It's it, if anything, completely normal. But yeah, to use PTs to your advantage, ask those questions. Again, not interrupting maybe a full PT session, but if they're free, grab them, you know, use them. And, and nine times out of 10, like I said, they will be so happy to help. A really important thing that I think is is super helpful in 
developing confidence in the gym and in creating a positive relationship with exercise is to ditch this idea of how you think you should look in the gym or how you think a session should go. I hate this idea of like should and everything being, oh, I should be doing this. I should be doing that. I should look like this. I really believe in you carving out your own exercise journey. Each you know, each and every one of us carving out our own version of what exercise looks like to us. And that's really important in terms of curating a positive relationship with exercise. So there is no should when it comes to exercise. There's no perfect way to approach it. We are all different. There is no one size fits all. So it's really important that in order to feel confident in the gym space, knowing that there is no way that you should look and trying to get over this idea that there is. So you don't have to look a certain way to enter the gym. You don't have to be super fit. You don't have to have this, this certain workout kit. You don't have to even use dumbbells or you know machines. You could be doing bodyweight workouts. There are, there are so many things that can hold people back from really having a good session. Um, and I think a lot of that is within our mind and our brain telling us that we're not doing things how we think we should be doing them. So I think that it's really important to kind of get over this idea that we should be looking a certain way and instead just really focus on carving our own narrative within exercise. You know, what actually feels good for you? What do you actually enjoy? Uh, what does a good session feel like for you? And and really what do you want to get from your session? And once you start to make it more about what you feel rather than what you think other people think you should be doing, you can really start to, again, like I said, build that positive relationship with exercise. And then two really quick ones just to finish. The next one is is really important. I kind of just touched on it there. Wear what you feel comfortable in. I, I don't feel like this is that much of a revolutionary thing to say, but... Again, I think social media has made us feel as though there's a certain look we should look like if we're going to the gym. You know, you need to have matching workout gear. And, you know, perhaps I, I, I contribute to this because I love a matching set. But <laughs> the reality is, is that I see everything and anything on the gym floor and anything really does go. I mean, obviously within certain limits, but <laughs> I mean, like you can't wear a pair of high heels maybe. But, um, but really it's so important that you feel comfortable you know you said you feel overwhelmed and intimidated and I think that how we dress and how how we make ourselves feel in order to step into maybe more uncomfortable spaces is really important so if there's a certain you know outfit that makes you feel great or if you'd rather wear you know a big baggy tee just to start with you know whatever whatever makes you feel good lean into that and wear that don't be embarrassed don't feel that you have to be wearing a certain kind of outfit, just wear whatever you feel comfortable in. Um, and then finally, going with a friend is really helpful. Buddying up, training with someone else. I don't like prefacing this conversation with this because I do think that, you know, as you said, the, the chance of being able to do this all the time is is probably less likely for a lot of people who who work and who don't always have the time to kind of make the gym a socializing thing as well you know even if it's for the first few sessions or once a week you say to a friend that you're going to go together it can just be a really good way to again make it a less intimidating place and to make yourself feel more comfortable so going with a friend where possible can be really helpful and again it can just launch you on that journey of feeling more comfortable in the gym and it might be that after a couple of weeks you're like you know what I've gone a couple of times with my friend and now I feel comfortable enough to go on my own. Um, so yeah, that would that would be my last tip. I really hope all of those are helpful. And like I said, you're so not alone. And just do what feels good for you and have a plan, but 
ultimately, like I said, there's no right or wrong. You're going to make mistakes. You're probably going to have great sessions and not so great sessions. And again, that's all normal too. So just enjoy the journey. Just see how you go. That was today's Ask Alice. If you have any questions for me, the email is in the show notes, but also you can drop me a DM on Instagram or answer the question box that I put out once a week too. I'll be back on Wednesday with my next session. So I look forward to speaking to you then. Insanity Group.